Hey guys, welcome back, Workplay of Session Life and Jiu Jitsu. So pretty excited this week, guys. First of all, thank you for uh, tuning in. Um, thank you for uh, continued support. As you guys can see, we're back at the compound this week. Really appreciate uh, support from the compound allowing me to do uh, interviews at their, at their facility. Um, it's been great, um, great time. So catch you guys up uh, about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, we had the, uh, the uh, track BJJ Invitational here at the compound. Really great event. The video is still uh, available on YouTube. You can check it out if you want to watch some of the matches. Uh, listen to my my commentary. My off my often witty remarks are there, so uh, you guys can check that out. Also, um, we had an interview with uh, current 2018 uh, IBJJ Black Belt World Champion Muhammad Ali. Guys, if you haven't already listened to that, that's available too. Check it out. And then we have a lot of uh, of our old historical uh, audio on our iTunes or SoundCloud or Podbean, Stitcher, wherever you download. So for audio only files, guys, please check those out. Have a lot of good guests on there as well. Uh, moving forward to today, I mean, obviously you guys can see I have someone sitting next to me. <laughs> so I have my friend Pasha here. Um, before we get started, because I have a lot for him to talk about or that I would like for him to talk about, I would try to pull out of him. Um, we're on a limited time today, so I know we're not gonna get to some of those things. However, um, first interview for him, but in my mind, what I envision it's the first of many uh, interviews that, that we're gonna have because we have this shared passion uh, for, for um, the mission of uh, military, law enforcement, veterans, active duty, first providers, a lot of things of, of building that community and giving back to that community. So um, like, as like-minded individuals, we wanna, we wanna keep moving this forward. So as I say that, guys, if you haven't seen the last blog post on our Workplay Obsession, Workplay Obsession page, check it out. Uh, I rescoped the mission here, right? Our original, I don't know if you're talking about my, my original mission statement at the beginning was bridging the gap between traditional martial arts and uh, combatives from military and law enforcement, um, which is great. But what I, what I realized over time is there, there are quite a, quite a few good resources out there for that. Um, quite a few good resources. You can YouTube and Google, or excuse me, you can Google them. You can find a lot of techniques, a lot of shooting, a lot of knife work, a lot of hand-to-hand. -hand. It's all there, guys. But what I realized was um, we didn't really have a large uh, community or a large set of resources to talk about what we're going to talk about. Um, to talk about mental health awareness, to talk about building the community within not only jujitsu but other pastimes, hobbies, activities, obsessions, as I call them, passions that bring people together and kind of address um, some of the issues or challenges, is a better word, that our veterans um, face today. Not only our veterans, active duty, spouses of veterans, yeah. um, law enforcement, first providers. Um, there's a lot of people out there, and that's why they find jiu-jitsu. One of the reasons they find jiu-jitsu and a lot of the other activities we're going we're gonna to talk about over the next uh, months and years, as long as we have to, to get yeah. the message out and to bring people in. So I talked for long enough. You guys already know who I am. You guys have been here before. I want Pasha to talk a little bit. Let's go with, um, let's introduce yourself, have you introduce yourself. Wherever you want to start is fine, um, and then we'll just go from there. Okay, uh, so my name is Pasha. I'm, uh, I'm still on act active duty Army, currently going through a uh, medical retirement process. I'm also a co-founder here at the Compound. Um, the pal pulled me in and, and I specifically came in 
for uh, the community aspect that we're trying to do here at the compound. Uh, so build up community around jujitsu and uh, specifically focus on uh, veterans uh, and first responders to create kind of that community that's, uh, that will uh, provide mutual support and, uh, and, and help carry each other through um, what we, most of us are going through. Right. So uh, just a little bit about my story. Uh, I've been in the Army for 16 years. I was wounded for the first time in 2005. Uh, uh, I'm not going to get in, in details all of that, but the, you know most of the physical stuff healed. Emotionally, I was doing okay back then, but as the years went on, uh, looking back on it, my life started to spiral out of control a little bit. So I got on top of that, I got married, started having kids. Yeah. So my responsibilities uh, started growing. At the same time, I was deteriorating. So then. Uh, uh, 2015 uh, went back to Iraq and I had other deployments between between 2005 and 2015 but 2015 went back to Iraq ended up getting hurt again but uh, stuff that's been built up inside of me like in the decade in between that that I did not address it just everything came out and and flooded and just basically crushed me in and I was in a pretty bad situation um, so uh, you know, going, going through the struggle, I ended up, one of my friends, actually back then he was not even a friend, he was a co-worker, right. but, but he saw that I was struggling, it was Josh, Josh Callow. He saw that I was struggling, he was part of Warrior Events, and he's like, hey, why don't you come out to one of these uh, like events, and it was a fishing trip. Right. So I ended up coming out, and uh, for the first time, like being around guys that have, uh, been where I've been and, and kind of experiencing what I'm experiencing, that burden that was crushing me, it came off. And uh, so in that, in that moment, it was like, it doesn't have to always be like this, right? So that gave me hope. And that hope is what started my turnaround and uh, allowed me to start looking into like, yeah. my issues. So just to jump in for a second, I, I just want, so for those of you that are watching as opposed to listening to the audio only, I'm typing a lot on my phone and what I'm doing is I'm not being rude. What I'm actually doing is I'm, I'm capturing things that Pasha is saying that I want to come back to later. I don't want to forget because he, I, I didn't want to interrupt to where he was going, but I didn't want to seem rude at the same time. So I'm actually taking notes on things I'm going to bring up to you as we kind of move along. So I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, continue. no, no worries. <laughs> so, so just to finish that thought, so that one event I went through introduced me to this to this environment where I'm around people that are like me yes and it lifted the burden off of me so then I started coming back but still those events they happen a few times a year yeah. so when uh, when pow came up with the idea with a compound my thought process was we can use this space to create something that's consistently there yeah like this Memorial Day event that we're gonna do we know it's going to be a physical challenge, but we're also going to talk about some of these issues. Uh, I'm going to lead the conversation by yeah. basically living with stress and how it impacts us and how it impacts people around us. So that's going to be just a start. And then uh, what I'm hoping to do is have like monthly conversations coming back so that people who, 
who want to benefit from it can come back here and, and, and they constantly have a, like a touch point like I'm gonna go over there and, and I know I know what to expect I know I'm gonna get a little bit of that weight off my shoulders yeah it's almost you recognize there was something that was required or you recognize there was a gap if we want to call it that and rather than rather than admiring the problem uh, you guys essentially built a platform right so now you have this platform where you could say hey we realize some of these other events are only quarterly or, or you know once or twice a year now we have the ability to plan these as we see fit you know yeah. as we have the yeah. the ability to do and that, I think that's awesome um, I think that's um, it, it, it's one of the reasons why um, I had this written down somewhere I'm not sure where now but um, they were they were studies showing the increase in the number of veterans um, and doing jiu-jitsu post-military career uh, i don't remember what the percentage was but the big the one of the reasons cited was just the sense of community yeah the like-minded yeah. individuals and when you look at a lot of a large percentage of the folks that that train if you dig into it you'll find out they like guns they like coffee they like beer you know they like jiu-jitsu they like well, gun shooting you know and it's it's that sense of uh similar uh, purpose so that sense of team that they're back around again that 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 draws them in yeah you know? so that's and that's and that's what made it attractive so me personally I haven't I haven't done a whole lot of jiu-jitsu right. like outside of what I've done in, in the army combatives but I had enough experience to know that it's the potential of it right. the potential of it and, and you just backed up yeah. exactly like what I, what I was thinking because when you're struggling when I was struggling uh, there's few things that are very important it's uh, one is a support network around you, so your wife your 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 family right but two is having is having that sense of community outside of your own family oh, like absolutely. like like we had like with our units and, and people that we served with and jujitsu has that click that that niche type of like I, I, I get this I get the sense from from skydiving skydiving right. has similar similar type of effect similar type of community where you're all going through something that that you share yeah then it's it just instant bond that is created yeah so interesting because I, I just actually I mentioned my blog post earlier but it was one of those I started to go on this tangent about in jiu-jitsu what, what I found over the last nine or ten years that I've been training is you have uh, unfortunately you have these divisions between sport martial arts and now this what I like to call a sense of community right so there's almost like hey there are people that train just because they want to be around like-minded people and, and build a community there are people that train just because they want to be world champions and then there are people that train just because they want self-defense now I'm not saying they're all mutually exclusive mm -hmm. Because they're not. They're, they, I like to compete, you know, and I like the sense of community. So I'm a little bit in both. And of course, I have a strong passion for for self defense. Although I don't like defense because that sounds reactive. I like personal readiness, situational <laughs> awareness. Um, yes, I, another long tangent, but I have a little bit of all three, you know. And I find that um, being able, having the freedom to travel to different academies and talk and meet mm -hmm. and, and discuss with other people. That's where my real joy comes from. And jujitsu is only getting the foot in the door. You know, that's yeah. how I get my foot yeah. in the door. But then you realize so many other things, so many other challenges or so many uh, similarities that you have with other people. So, so it's interesting. Let me go back for a second. 
You said, um, I, th- I thought this was pretty interesting, and that's why I wrote it down. You said your physical injuries healed, but the other injuries did not. Yeah. Right? So talk about, well, let's talk about that, but I, I want to hit on the fact that because the outward appearance looks healed, yeah. people think you're, you're fine. Yeah. And people tend to brush it off. And yeah. you, may, you may brush it yeah. off. You know? So let's talk, I want you to talk about that for a little bit. How did that impact kind of your thoughts on, hey, I, I'm physically healed, I'm fine. I'm fine, people. <laughs> so, you know, I think about this stuff a lot. And, and like, it's, I tried to, trying to understand what living with PTSD and TBI, uh, what does it equate to so that I, I can understand it better. And there's two things that, that uh, kind of popped into my head. And please, like, if you've experienced any of them, I'm not trying to take away from your experience. But yeah. one way, like, I see PTSD being like cancer. Because you can, you have it, sometimes you have it for a long period of time and you don't know that it's there. In the meantime, it's, it's destroying you from the inside. And by the time it becomes obvious and it's apparent to, to like, you, like in case of cancer, it like in doctors, it's probably spread and has right. a pretty big impact on you. And, and the recovery is going to be, uh, it's going to be much harder to overcome it. Right. So same thing with PTSD. For me, living with it, you know, it started out slowly, just anger issues. But then anger issues turned into me, like, losing control around my kids. And that created guilt. Guilt created uh, uh, just pain. Right. When you're pain, when you're pain and you're suffering and you don't know any better, you're going to go, you're going to numb it. It's like watching TV or you're going to start drinking, whatever, whatever the easiest thing to do to take the pain away. So for years, my life was spiraling out of control. And what I did, just like most people do, is it's internal. Right, right. And it's invisible and nobody knows about it. And I'm struggling and I'm thinking about it every day and it impacts me. And uh, it starts to create that tension, that burden that I mentioned earlier. And with with time, that burden gets heavier and heavier, and, and the heavier it gets, the more pain you feel, the worse your habits become. And it takes years, and by the time you realize that I have a problem, right. you're so, like, these, these bad habits are such a huge part of you that it's very hard to come out of. And then, uh, um, you know, so a lot of times you lose hope. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you go numb or you just stop caring because, you know, like it's much easier to shut down than just to face like the person you've become. Because you start out, you start out like up here and your life spirals out of control and then you end up over here and you're in the bottom of this hole and you're looking up. It's like, I don't know if I can get out. Right. And uh, like I've, I've experienced like the physical pain that came from from my emotions. Right. I, I don't know how to explain it, but I, it, it's been so heavy on me that uh, like I, I couldn't breathe. Like I, I had panic attacks in a grocery store when I have a hard time finding something. Right, right. I, right? I we discussed that a little bit before as well. Uh, so so that's, that's the invisible part. And, and you know, the worst part about invisible is that it's, it's with you and unless you say something. Right. You're gonna carry that burden alone. Yes. Which, which, you shouldn't. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't. And you, and you, and there are people that 
you know, are, are there. Yeah. You know, so let me let me hit on that a little bit. That you brought now that you brought that up, it's a good, um, it's a good subject to talk about. So, how does as an active duty service member, in case we have some other active duty service members listening or watching, um, how has the support been for you once you were able to? You know, make take the step to say, "Hey, I, I I need help, or I need a resource to reach out to." Okay, so first of all, just on a personal level, this is not not uh, unit specific, right? Because you know that depends on the unit no, and leadership, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, larger level, yeah. yeah. But on the personal level, uh, just like soldier to soldier, or being among, amongst my peers, yeah, I have not had one negative experience that comes to it. Nobody has treated me uh, in, in uh, like nobody has looked down on me mm -hmm. since I started doing it. In fact, it was the opposite. Uh, you saw it, uh, the video I put out on Facebook. Yep. It was just a few days ago. That video has had like over like, I think almost 3,000 views nice. by now, right? And a lot of people are sharing it. And it's not like I felt horrible doing the video, but I got so much response from it and, and so much, uh, I mean, and there's a lot of, you're going to get encouragement no matter what. Right, like, like right. there's just people around you love you, but if they don't know they're suffering, they're not going right. to be like support you, exactly. right? right? But once you, once you let it out, you're, you're going to see how many people want to be there for you. So, you know, that, that's not why I put out the video. I was not looking for support, but right. I was looking to just... Uh, uh, raise the conversation right. instead yeah, of talking that's about what I fear. it. I fear, I fear that there are people that... Uh, want to uh, say something or want to seek out resources, but they're afraid um, of what other people might say or the misconception that other people are going to look down on you or, or, or for some people yeah. I know they're concerned the army was going to kick them out because yeah. they're like, you, you know, yeah. well, it's time to move on. But, um, and that's why I asked the question uh, for you to kind of no. discuss that a little bit. Well, so, you know, for, for me, we, in our, our unit is a little bit unique, but I had nothing but support from from my team leader at the time to to the command sergeant major right so um if if that's something if 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 that's something you're dealing with right now and you're by yourself find somebody that you trust and right. open up and have the conversation and just from that you're going to get a sense of relief and let's say you don't have anybody and you're like, and, and you're in a desperate situation, something that worked for me really well, you just pick up a pen and a piece of paper, blank paper, and just start writing. Right. Whatever thoughts come into your mind, it, it, there's just something that happens when you pick up a pen and just like pulls all those thoughts out of your head and on paper. Wow. Burn it afterwards if you want to. Yeah. You don't have to hold on to it, but that's something that'll help. And that might be like that foot in the door, like you mentioned earlier, that will lead you to having a conversation with a friend. Right, it's that first step. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then it will grow from there. Nice. So I pulled up there on my phone, so I was reading something and, and, and they were talking about uh, The Rock, about Dwayne Johnson, when his mom, after his mom attempted suicide, he went through a bout of depression, so he said. But uh, the main thing is, it brings us back to what we're talking about, and they have a quote for him, it says, it, it took me a long time to realize it, but the keys to not be, is to not be afraid to open up. He's like, especially us, us dudes have a tendency to keep it in. You're yeah. not alone. And that, that kind of struck me with the military and the community of, of folks about having the tendency to keep it in. But that was a really good um, 
um, comment that you made about writing it down and like you said even if you have to burn it but at least you get it out get it out you know and you're 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 working through those thoughts and that that brings me back to once again the beauty of of community as well because sometimes that time you spend alone or without a community to reach out to is that time where you get too deep Mm -hmm. down in your thoughts or you beat yourself up a little too much but even if you even if you haven't opened up yet or addressed it yet and you're coming to like a jujitsu or a yoga Mm -hmm. or whatever a shooting club you're still around those those people that encourage you or maybe you'll hear someone else who's dealing with the same thing and they may reach out to you yeah you know so that's the other beauty of and and my purpose you know is expanding this community and what especially what you guys are doing because people will hear about it we're going to continue to push you know so people will hear about say hey Come by this event at the compound, and maybe that's a day that somebody says, "Hey, I know you guys are doing these programs, or I know you guys help people. I, I'm I'm struggling." Yeah. Or, hey, or maybe it's, "Hey, I have a friend who's struggling." But, yeah. You know, the whole yeah. friend, you know, where it's really yeah. so whatever it takes. Wh- whatever it takes. Yeah, which is a great tagline. You should steal that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, that <laughs> that band, Imagine Dragons. I feel like six of their songs were written just for me. So I, I wrote down last night, I was kind of thinking about some things, and I wrote down here um, a few words I wanted to throw at you for you to give me your first thought. So when you think about uh, PTSD or you think about depression or you think about uh, mental health challenges, what do you think about when you hear uh, someone that says, man up? <laughs> that's, that's the first one. What comes to your mind? The first thing that comes into my mind that they have no idea what it feels like. Yeah. That's... You, that's, that's the last, if, if somebody, if somebody in your life is struggling, do not tell them to man up. Because yeah. like, if, if you would tell me that, I know you have no idea what it feels like. Uh, this is not, this is not like going like through, like on a 20 mile road march. Right. You know, that's something you can man up. Right. When, when you're getting crushed. Not me, not me by the way. I need to be picked up. <laughs> <laughs> When, when you're getting crushed by something that you don't know what it is and you don't understand it, uh, you, can't, you can't man up against right. that. It's, it's the little tiny steps that, that, that you, have to, like, you have to take action to get out of it. You know, that will take strength, but you can't muscle through it. Right. Okay, what about uh, the, another one I had written down was alcohol dependency. So alcohol... Alcohol and, and any other thing that makes your pain go away in the moment. It could be alcohol, it could be Netflix. It's right. whatever takes your mind off of suffering. It, it feels good in the moment. Right. But it, it will just push the pain, like will put away the inevitable, but it's not just putting it away, it's making it worse, right? So every time you reach out for that drink instead of like sit there and face. Uh, so whenever, whenever you feel pain, right? Like right. why do we reach for alcohol? Because uh, outside of social situations, right? But when you come home and you have like had a stressful day and you reach for, for a drink, it feels good. Like right. I love the feeling that comes with it. But when you have that craving, that means something's going on inside your head. So you can reach for an alcohol. Very good point. You can re- yeah, and you can reach for, an al- for, for a drink or you can go for a walk. You're going to get release from, from, from both. 
but with one, when you go for a walk, you're actually going to get a chance to process whatever creates that tension inside of you. When you reach for a drink, you're not going to process anything. Yeah. You're going to stop feeling it until the next day when stuff from yesterday is going to pile up on whatever happens today, and then you're going to want another drink. And then you just start going down the, ro the, the wrong road. Wow. That's, that's, that's powerful. That's good. That's good stuff. That's, I, guys, I wanted to sit down and talk longer, but actually he has a call. He's got to be on in like 10 minutes or probably no, less. We still, less we, still, we still got 10 minutes. If. But um, yeah, I wanted to take the time to, to close out properly before he takes off I just, and to give you the opportunity yeah. to do just that. Talk yeah. about anything you want to yeah. talk about. Yeah, the floor is yours. Absolutely. So I just want to say one thing. is uh, So, you know, it's, it's easy for me to sit here right now and talk about it because... I've been living it for a few years now and I've learned how to deal with it and how to, um, how to like face these issues, right? right? Mm -hmm. This is not where I was three years ago. The most important, when, when, when you're feeling down and you're sitting there and you're in pain and you're getting crushed by the world, the last thing I wanted to do was reach out for help, like reach out for somebody. It's just, it's just there's just, that was not even in my thoughts or even like I knew it that's that's what I should do but I just I'm not interested in that right now so you have to figure out your why like why do you want to get better not why you want to numb the like I, I know why you want to numb the pain getting yeah. a drink but why do you want to get better so for me uh, one of the biggest way PTSD came out was anger like anger and where it impact where it came out the most was at home with my family and around my kids. I have four boys at home. So my wake up moment was seeing my anger inside my kids. Right. Seeing like one of my sons talking to his brother the way I talked to them. And that was that was like I gotta do something was, about yeah, it. Absolutely. So 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 that and around the same time is when I went to that first event that kind of lifted the burden. Right that created a little bit of breathing room and I just grabbed onto it and I started this journey and and I'm far from over I'm right, right now I'm at a point where I thought it's something I, I, you get over with and then it, it's gone but right now I'm realizing it's it's, it's always going to be a part of me I just have to learn how to navigate the ups and downs I'm, I'm just coming out like a week ago today I was in a pretty bad spot right. But but you come out of it, and that's that's another important thing to know. Is like, it doesn't matter how bad you feel, it's not going to stay there forever. Especially if you don't do like self-destructive behavior. But and, and that's like what we talk about, right? And this we went in a big circle, kind of, right? Because we come right back to uh, that sense of community and yeah. having a place where you know you're going to have people to talk to or people to be around um, that are going to help. That get you, yeah. That, that will help that, carry yeah, that, that burden. Yeah. yeah, and it's not just people that are. I'm sorry, I have an echo with my mic today. It's not just people that are giving you lip service that they understand you. It's people that truly understand you and that truly care. Yeah, you know. So I think that's, I think that's a big, a big part of it. And um, I think it's awesome. Um, like I said, guys, I'm going to try to have Pasha on as many times as I can, as many times as he wants to be on, um, because. The more people we reach, you know, that's our true measure of success. As he stated earlier, start with why. That is our. That is my why. You know, yeah. um, it's to build this community. It's to build a a resource, an asset, a 
whatever you want to call it, for people to reach out to. Even if it's someone just sending me a, a direct message on Instagram, Workplay Obsession on Instagram, or <laughs> shameless plug, or or if it's you know Facebook Messenger, right? Or if it's an email, Workplay Obsession BJJ at uh, gmail.com. Even if that's it, you know. Or I wear my shirts pretty much all the time. I'm out at, a, at an event. Um, so even if someone says, wait, I recognize that shirt and they, and they bump into me and, they, mm-hmm. and then they talk to me, that's, that's my why, you know? So I think, I think you phrase it really well, you know, find your, find your why, man, you know? And a lot of times, um, that'll help you take that first step, Yeah. you know? Um, cool. I know you got a call. Um, I do. I want to close out by mentioning uh, Monday, uh, 27 May, we're yeah. going to be here guys. Um, holding an event is actually a four part event. I'm calling yeah. it. So we have uh, from Memorial day, we're going to have Murph at nine 30. It starts. I think Jim will be open at nine. I believe Murph yep. starts at nine 30 at 11. I think it is or 11 30. We'll have yoga. And then you're starting at 12. Yeah. And then at 12 o'clock, uh, 12 o'clock, Posh is going to take over a little snippet of what you're going to discuss. We're just going to talk about living, living with stress. It's a huge problem right now in our society, and uh, I mean, my stress obviously comes. We just talked this yep. conversation, yep. but you know, a lot of like we get a lot of uh, attention in the media, veterans, yep. PTSD, but firemen, police, Absolutely. police officers, and like any first responders, they go through traumatic experiences. Absolutely, the stress uh, is there. Yeah, the same challenges are there. I, I agree, hundred percent. Um, so that's at noon and then we're going to close out guys at, uh, from one, one to I think three thirty. we're going to close out with an open mat, uh, jujitsu. So four events in one on Memorial day. I, and of course, um, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention we are going to stop and take some time, uh, to, for Memorial day yeah. to recognize those that were lost in combat. We're going to, we're going to have a little moment for that too. We'll also have uh, drinks, some types of finger foods. Uh, and most of all, we'll have camaraderie, guys. We're going to be here. Um, all None of the events will be in a truly competitive spirit. No. It will be more of a uh, make friends, community. Uh, community type of event. So come on out. Bring your kids. Yep. Uh, bring your friends. Um, come one, come all. Um, it's going to be a great event. I'm super excited for that. Oh, it's going to be here at the compound, guys. It's uh, 12210 Plum Orchard Drive. Silver Spring, Maryland. Yeah. I think I have that right. 12210 Plum Orchard Drive, Silver Spring, Maryland. Um, you can also just throw the address in your in your Waze or Google Maps or Apple Maps or whatever you have, but it'll bring you right here. So guys, please come on out. Um, if you can't come out, follow Workplay Obsession on uh, Facebook, Instagram, or um, the website, workplayobsession.com. Or if you can also follow Pasha at what's your uh, throw all your uh... Pasha Pasha Palanker Pasha P A S H A P A L A N K E R just put it I uh, just put it in the notes or something yep. on there. So I'll also throw yeah. it in the notes there, guys, if you want to read it there and make it easier to find. Um, so if you can't come to an event or if you just have a day where you want to reach out to one of us, um, feel free to do so. Um, I pretty much Definitely. have my phone with me all the time. Um, all of us do. We all do nowadays. Um, yeah, so pretty much that's all I have unless you have something yeah, else. Yeah, just if, if this hit you, just remember you're not alone. Like, and uh, this burden is a lot easier to heavy to carry when you're carrying it with somebody else. So if you can't come out, just join us on social media and yeah, reach out anytime. Guys, 
Thanks for tuning in. If you can, share it, tag a friend, let them know. Um, spread the word, man. We'll continue to build the community together. All right, until next time, guys, keep grinding.